1: I'm about to open the shoot on one of my favorite guests. We'll talk about the Fed, inflation, treasuries, and of course, the grain and livestock markets. Ooh, and we gotta talk about flying cars. Live, it's Bubba Day via Farm Journal broadcast. This is Agritalk. This afternoon, it is a conversation with Todd Bubba Horwitz from BubbaTrading.com. I'm in for Chip this week. It's me. Your handsome host, Davis Michaelson. Thank you so much for tuning in to AgriTalk, everybody. Todd Bubba Horwitz is going to be my guest today. I'll I'll bring him in right after the news. It'll sort of seem like everything starts out just like a normal Wednesday, and uh, then he'll be back with us for the rest of the show. I'm going to wind him up on all sorts of things and and uh, see see what what. His thoughts are about, well, of course, the Fed, they did go ahead and raise rates, that half percentage point. Um, inflation, I spoke with Dr. Vince Malanga this morning, and I kind of want to maybe cover similar ground with Todd to get his thoughts on inflation, where we might be headed if the uh, the Fed's policies are actually working. Um, treasuries. Seem like something we should probably touch base with with Bubba and see where they're at and what if there's anything maybe that they can tell us. Um, and then, of course, as usual, grain livestock markets and what you, beloved listener, need to be thinking about. We're coming up to the end of the year here. Um, there's there's going to be lots of decisions to be made, and you want to go about it correctly this year of all years. Uh, there'll be a narrow margin of error for all of us, and so uh, we'll we'll get Todd's perspective on maybe how we can move forward in the uh, in a way that'll set us up for success for the upcoming crop year next year. Um, it, it'll be planting time before you know it. I know it doesn't seem like it. Maybe it's maybe it's too early to say that. You know what? How about this? It'll be Christmas before you know it. Is that 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 seems more accurate? That's a little better. But then after that, then it'll be planting time again. Anywho, Todd Bubba Horwitz is my guest for the entire hour today. Let me get to the news, and then we'll bring him in. Wheat futures were under pressure, with snow this week expected to bring moisture relief in parts of the U.S. plains. In the northern plains, a major snowstorm will continue to impact the region today through Thursday. Blizzard conditions are most likely in the south, where the strongest winds are expected. March, SRW wheat hit its highest level in over a week yesterday. Overnight, the contract fell below the 20-day moving average at 7.49 and then fell to 7.37 and three quarters. March hard red winter wheat futures 15 cents lower, 8.50 and one quarter. March soft red wheat slipped one and one half cents to 7.49 and one quarter. March spring wheat closed at 9.17 and one quarter, down five and one half cents. And just a just a heads up for everyone. We spoke with the dudes from BAMWX um, actually yesterday and on Monday as well. Um, in both cases, warning of frigid temperatures once this blizzard passes through. Uh, so just something to be aware of. Corn futures softened on corrective selling in today's trade. U.S. ethanol production averaged 1.061 million barrels per day during the weekend of December 9. That's down 16,000 barrels per day from the previous week and down 2.4% from the same week one year ago. Ethanol stocks increased 1.15 million barrels to 24.407 million barrels. Ukraine's Ag Ministry reports the country has exported almost 19.7 million metric tons of grain so far in 22-23. That's down 31.5% from the same time last year. March corn futures today were three cents lower, six fifty and one half. May corn fell two and a half cents to six fifty one. July corn futures closed at six forty-six down two cents today. And if I've got if I've got the six fifty fever, it looks like it's been confirmed here. Um as I've talked about earlier this week, it does seem like corn futures want to find a level and just sort of stick near it uh at six fifty. Maybe that lull that we're at, we'll, uh, we'll see what Todd makes of it. Nearby soybean futures firmed mildly on recent export demand. Concerns over dryness in South America and strengthened crude oil. World Weather Inc. says in Brazil, dryness is intensifying across Rio Grande do Sul as the state continues to miss out on rainfall. Still, soybean and first-season corn prospects, quote, remain highly favorable in the remaining portions of Brazil. Meanwhile, net drying is expected in Argentina the next 10 days. Despite some periodic showers and thunderstorms. January soybeans today, two and a half cents higher, 1482 and a quarter. March beans gained one half cent, 1485. July soybeans closed at 1491. That's down three quarters of one cent. March cotton was 26 points lower at 81.37. On your livestock side, after surging higher on Monday, choice boxed beef values softened Tuesday. While traders hold out hope the cash cattle market will strengthen, packers appear to be working to avoid raising bids. February cattle were sixty-five cents lower one fifty-five seventy. April fats forty-seven and one half cents lower one fifty-nine fifty-seven and one half. And January feeders fell 62 and one half cents to one eighty-three sixty. And finally, on the snout side, despite strength in the cash and cutout markets, Lean hog futures softened on the day as traders narrowed the premium. The February contract holds to the cash index. February lean hogs $1.17 and one half cents lower today, 8340. April hogs 62 and one half cents lower at 9072 and one half. And with that, let's bring him in. Todd Bubba Horowitz, Bubba Welcome to AgriTalk Pal. How's it going, buddy?
0: Hi, Davis. You want to wind me up, you think?
1: I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking What's about up, it. baby? How you doing? Yeah, you sounded a little subdued. You had me nervous there. I thought uh, maybe you had a new prescription or something.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm taking more medicine now. we can't get any medicine in this country. We're out. You know that's because we depend on China to manufacture it for us. Now there's a good plan. Let's uh, have China, the country that sent COVID over here, yeah. uh, give me some fentanyl on my next medication.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You know what? Let's talk markets first. What yes, do you sir. like about what do you like about these markets? I don't like
0: anything about these markets. This is you know in all seriousness, this is the grain markets are absolutely dead. There's no liquidity and there's no volume, which is why we're doing nothing. You know, we're just kind of circling around you said 650 in corn, you know 14, yeah. 14 50 in beans, you know 8 dollars in wheat. They're going a lot higher. I'm wrong right now, right? But you know, the, there's too many factors out there that that say, signal that they have to go higher. Because there's a shortage now, and if interest rates continue to rise and these input costs continue to rise, how many small farmers will not be able to plant next year? Okay, think about that for a minute. You know, again, I'm not a fear peddler. I don't like that, but I'm saying there's so many issues. I was in a grocery store the other day, six dollars for a loaf of bread, a brand name. Now, me, I don't buy. I'm too cheap to buy the six dollar. I buy the three dollar bread, but still. You know the, the commodities everywhere but the farm are going higher. Okay, and so at some point the farmers have to catch up, or they're not going to plant. They're not. They can't make any money. It's already a close call now. Mm-hmm. So we have to see higher prices, and this does not account what their loan costs are going to be next year either. So there's a lot of issues here that we're going to have to go over today. Sure. Uh, but you know, listen, and the 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 the, the meats are just kind of flat. They go between ranges and depending on what crude oil is doing they usually rotate back and forth and to me crude is much lower than it's been but it's starting to take off again and I, i believe that next year crude oil will make new highs and before it's all over new all-time highs new all-time at 160.
1: let's start there when we come back on agri talk todd Bubba horowitz for the entirety of today's show i'm so looking forward to it i hope you are as well i'm glad that you've tuned in I'm in for Chip. He's out this week, but we'll be back on Monday. And uh, I hope you will be back right after these words for more AgriTalk.
2: To produce higher yields and greater value at harvest, timing is everything. Full Scale from Helena helps soybeans reach their full potential with breakthrough foliar nutrition and reproduction.
1: Agritalk is brought to you by the NRCS Conservation Stewardship Program, which cost shares more than 150 practices on farms and ranches. Visit your local service center or farmers.gov today. Welcome back to Agritalk, everybody. Your pal Davis Michelson here. I'm going to do something kind of crazy. Todd Bubba Horowitz is with me for the hour today. How's it going, Bubba? I'm great uh
0: Davis. I mean, you know, I'm I'm as happy as can be. We everything nothing could be better in this country
1: right now. Oh. Well, thanks for joining us on Agritalk then today uh buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's today's show. <laughs> no, here's I what think I'm thinking. Getting, you know, nothing could be I'm, better. Yeah. Well, good. I'm I'm glad that you're uh that you're feeling sunny today. You're all hopped up on Amara Hall. I think is what it is. You got the Amara Hall going. Um, I, got,
0: I got it going. I got the buzz going, baby. I don't even have the munchies yet.
1: I feel like uh, I feel like opening up the phone lines. Are you are you in to take some rando callers if somebody wants to call in? I'm always,
0: I'm always in, baby. Bring them oh, on. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's do it. Okay, here's the number. Everybody ready? 855-482-5524. Once again, 855-482-5524. It, sound, 5524. it sounds weird to say it that way. It's 85548 2552 followed by the number 4. Call us in uh, and talk to Bubba. If you've got a question, you have a comment, that would be great. We'd love to hear from you. Uh come come join the party, America. Let's go. Um take me to crude oil. Um I was talking with Joe Vaklovic yesterday and he and I kind of came to the conclusion that it feels like everybody's bullish crude and yet it's not really rushing higher or you're talking about the potential for it to hit a record high, uh, at some point here in 23, I believe you said, um, I did. Are are we looking at a, are are we looking at a slow grind higher? Are we looking at some event that might, um, that might rush us higher in a big hurry? What are your thoughts?
0: Well, uh, here's the problem, Chip. uh, Chip. I keep playing at Chip Davis, you know, (laughs) We have, we have a lousy, we have the worst energy policy in the history of America, okay? We have this ridiculous climate change environment, which I'm not a believer in climate change. Let's get that out there so everybody understands where I'm coming from. Okay. But even if you were going to, to believe in it, what are you going to do with the other thousands of coal plants that are being built all over the world, okay? Right. That's not going to change the pollution. We already have the greenest energy policy in the United States, we have a a president and a and a and a, and a government that doesn't want to take n- use of our own natural resources. We are now using Venezuelan oil, which, if you know what that is, that's about the dirtiest, filthy oil that you know what it takes to refine that crap. Yeah. I mean, plus the fact that you really think that Saudi Arabia, which is our chief supplier, has our best interest at heart. They may be giving us a break now from a slow demand and, and allowing certain things to happen. But but President Biden has already drained the SPR to, to record lows, which has never worked in our history. Okay, We're not going to give up demand. People still got to go to work. They're still going to drive their cars. And, and I think that what you're going to see is I think you're going to see a squeeze from Saudi Arabia and from those that supply us. They're going to cut down supplies. You know, this has been going on forever. You go back to the 70s. We had a squeeze, which took gas for the first time from 48 cents to a dollar. So, you know, when you look at the big picture, we gave up control of our own energy here. And, and our producers aren't going back to work without a deal that says that they, they can be in business longer than the year or whatever. And, and why are we not using our own natural resources? When you depend on others, that changes the dynamics of the pricing model because we are no longer in control of our own price. So we have a horrible energy policy, all for no reason, because what we don't have, Davis, is we don't have a plan of how, if they want to get to green energy, how are we going to get there? What's it going to cost? And when am I going to get there? All they do is shut it down. The same thing they did with the coal mines back in 2008. They didn't give anybody a chance to prepare for this. They just shut them down and put them out of business. Mm -hmm. So my point is, is that this will eventually take hold. We're just in, in the slow time of the year. It's Christmas season, and, and you're getting a break. But overall, how are we going to keep oil prices down uh, when we go forward and right. pick up demand? Do you think that Saudi Arabia or Venezuela is going to cut us a break and make sure they keep prices low, even though they could if they chose to?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot in there that I, I want to get to with you. Uh, there's the ESG stuff there's the uh I, I mean you know what let's jump into the to the bricks with me i i watched the warm reception and i've mentioned it before i've almost been preaching about it here on AgriTalk talk about the warm reception that xi jinping received in saudi arabia and i i can't seem to find anyone who is concerned that the petro yuan might actually become a thing um I, am I the only one who's who's concerned about this and am I crazy? you're not crazy and
0: I'm very concerned listen we all know it's been published many times China has a hundred year plan to become the world power okay and and all that we've seen from from for the last two years from the current administration is them handing the keys to, to accelerate their plan, of the of their of 100 years maybe it's a 60 year plan now because president biden and and the administration in power now is giving away everything okay we are not doing anything on our own including as i mentioned earlier manufacturing our own drugs all right we're dependent okay. on everybody else but ourselves this country has the ability to stand alone and not need anybody and president trump proved that Okay, that we didn't need anybody. We, we, we can consume our own natural resources. We can actually be a net exporter and many resources. We are in grains. We could be in oil, and we could be helping the rest of the world while retaining the power. But we're giving up the power. So, although America is still the greatest country in the world, we're losing ground quickly because you have American economists complementing the economy and how they operate in China, which is socialist or communist. And I don't want to be a socialist or a communist. I want to be a capitalist. I want competition in this country to keep prices reasonable and low and not let the big guys take advantage and get into price fixing as Archer Daniels Midland did 40 years ago.
1: It uh, So how <laughs> – how, how, how going to wind it up, huh? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah,
1: we got you. We got you right where we want you. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out where, where to, to go here. Because if, go anywhere, if, there, there, it, it, everything relates well, to each other. If, if we, of it really does. It really does. Um, and if if we've upset Saudi Arabia, if we've weren't help me with my history on the petrodollar itself. I mean, wasn't it originally agreed to between the United States and Saudi Arabia that hey, we're gonna we're gonna trade in It dollars was a, world, from it was here a worldwide on out.
0: agreement with many commodities that were always priced in U.S. dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, remember, let, let's look at the dollars for a, a, an example. First, the mm-hmm. fiat currency system is a fraudulent system because it gives central banks and the Federal Reserve in this country too much power to to reduce value. Okay. So even though you may be making a lot more money, even though your land bay is maybe worth a lot more today, are mm-hmm. they really worth a lot more in comparison to your spending power? And the answer is no. Okay. So the fiat currency system is fraudulent. Now, many countries are experimenting with digital. And it is my opinion that they want to go to a digital world coin, which would satisfy China, who wants to be the reserve currency, which we still are at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and they want to get rid of all these other currencies and make one world currency, which would be, would be digital, which would be the worst ever. It would take cash, and paper money out of the hands of everybody, which means that everything you do for the rest of your life will be reported directly to the government. Now, the Federal Reserve and governments do nothing but create more debt. The Constitution is did not design the Federal Reserve, not the Federal Reserve, but the Federal Government to be the number one employer in the world, okay? It, the, the, the Constitution says that government is ruled city, state city county states and the federal government is supposed to be a small body that oversees everything in case there's issues they are not supposed to be the determining factor and everything the states are supposed to run themselves and what you are what you've allowed to do is you've taken away the power from the states you've taken the power away from everything else and you've taken away the true ability of real capitalism by by trying to restrict price and restrict growth and restrict those who want to go out and try to find a new adventure and and actually compete. And there's nobody who can now compete with Facebook, Google, uh, Amazon, or Walmart. Nobody can get enough money to be in that competition now, and they're allowing them to grow bigger. So those are where the issues start. And you get farther into the model, okay, and and you you find that, you know, we have nothing that backs currency, right? Mm -hmm. Currency is error. Currency is no different than crypto, than Bitcoin it is is err. it's what the government is willing to back it for okay so the interest rate markets which have never been hiked like this into a recession and you can say we're in a recession or not i urge everybody to look into their own bank account and their own spending habits and decide if we're in a recession or not an economist can't tell me that but they've already changed the rules because we did have two consecutive quarters of negative gdp which, right. which tells us that we're in an inflation we're in a
1: recessionary period. Okay. Todd Bubba Horowitz is my guest today. We're going to have much more and we are going to talk markets in a little bit.
3: From powering irrigation engines to warming buildings, propane has always been a part of American farm life. Now, you can be a part of propane's future and save money at the same time.
1: Time now for news of note from Pro Farmer, House and Senate Appropriations Committee leaders reached an agreement Tuesday evening on a bipartisan, bicameral framework that will allow them to complete details of the omnibus spending bill. Congress is expected to approve a one-week stopgap spending bill to extend the funding deadline from December 16 to December 23. According to the World Health Organization, China is facing a, quote, very tough time as it dismantles its rigid zero-COVID policy. Ukraine has exported almost 19.7 million metric tons of grain so far this year, down 31.5% from the same period last year. British inflation fell more than expected in November after it hit a 41-year high in October, raising hopes the price surge has peaked. And the International Energy Agency warned Wednesday it can't rule out an increase in the price of crude oil in 2023. Get more news at TryProFarmer.com. Opinions expressed on Agritalk do not necessarily reflect the views of Farm Journal Broadcasting, affiliate stations, or sponsors. On your favorite radio station or your preferred digital device, Agritalk is live every weekday. Welcome back to Agritalk, everybody. I don't want to waste any more time. First, before we get back to the conversation with Todd Bubba Horowitz, let me recap. The market closes March. Hard red winter wheat futures, 15 cents lower. 8.50 and one quarter. March soft red wheat down one and one half cents, 7.49 and one quarter. March corn futures three cents lower, 6.50 and one half. July corn at uh, 6.46 on the close, down two cents today. January soybean futures two and one half cents higher, 14.82 and one quarter. July soybeans closed at 14.91. That's down three quarters of one cent. March cotton 26 points lower, 81.37 livestock's feb fats 65 cents lower One fifty five seventy. january feeders down 62 and one half cents 183 60. And february hogs one dollar 17 and one half cents lower at eighty three forty. bubba you didn't uh you didn't go dark on me there did you, the I, would break, you right? da- I would never go all right
0: i would never go dark on you davis you still wound up you still wound up uh, i'm this i'm on that most of my life so, you know, <laughs> right. but But well, but I'm the most wound up with when I watch what's going on. And not for me, Davis. Listen, I'm, I'm 65 years old. Where am I going? I worry right. about your kids, my kids and everybody who's younger. Yeah. That is going to have to live through the garbage that we're seeing displayed here, which is very troublesome to me.
1: Well, and you so you uh, expressed your position on uh, climate change, on global warming on on all that sort of stuff and how other nations aren't necessarily doing their part we've got china building coal plants as fast as they can um i I've, I've got an article here from reuters up in front of me about divestiture from blackrock and other esg related uh, investment firms and it does feel like the free market is pushing back against some of this esg would you call it activist investment you got any thoughts on uh, on that
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, they're trying to muscle, you know, BlackRock, a lot of money, trillion dollar fund. You know, you got a lot of guys that are trying to muscle markets, but at some point, the free markets will try to push back. They don't have the capital necessarily, but they have the power and they have the power to say no. And I think that is what will eventually end up happening. You know, if you go back to 1776, right, the, the Boston Tea Party, taxation without representation, That is exactly what we have today. We have taxation without representation. You have inflation, which this is the inflation that we're suffering through now is not natural inflation nor good inflation. There is good inflation when the demand overwhelms supply. But when it's it's artificial inflation, which is just devaluing currency, which is what they're doing, it's it's not good inflation. It's another form of tax. So although President Biden promised no new taxes for those who make less than 400000 the, the simple hike in Social Security tax to 160 is a 9% tax hike on the average guy who makes who tries to pay his Social Security as FICA tax. So we've got these issues, which lead me to believe, Davis, and this goes to markets. I believe that 2023 we're going to see a boom. In commodities. I think that equities are going to get in trouble here pretty soon. I've said this for a while. We haven't gone anywhere, right? We're going sideways very much like the grain markets and the cattle markets and the hog markets. But I do believe that the commodity space is going to have a boom market in, in 2023 and maybe beyond because with the banks being over leveraged, with people leveraged up to the hilt in credit card debt. Now, I don't want to give a number because the number is immaterial right it's just like the 34 trillion dollar national debt right I mean those numbers are so big I mean our, our debt service is two trillion dollars a year but the, the percentage of people that are capped that are maxed out on credit card debt is the important part because they can they'll never be able to pay that money back so when you look at it I think this all leads to a big boom in the commodity space because a money loves to flow there if it's not flowing into equities number one, Number two, we we put ourselves in such a bad position, and with the the Russia Ukraine deal going on still, even though they've exported some, nowhere near what what is needed. We're seeing shortages all over the world, and the one difference in America, we can pay more. That's that's how we show a shortage. We have to pay more money for it. But why should we be paying so much more when we if we were doing things correctly and holding our our seat as the world power that we are then these, a lot of these issues that are surrounding wouldn't be going on right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, $1.171 trillion is the uh, U.S. consumer revolving credit outstanding in October. That's a fresh record according to the federal reserve. Right. But again, that
0: uh, those numbers, you know, I tell everybody this, when I started trading 44 years ago, the Dow was 800. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I had not realized the gain of the Dow from 800 to 35,000. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think the more realistic picture is when I started trading. Corn was two dollars without ethanol, wheat was three dollars, and 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 beans were four and a half dollars. Believe it or not, okay, that was the, the the cycle. So now, obviously, we're much higher. But I think there's a lot of room. I would not be surprised to see ten dollar corn next year, fifteen dollar wheat, and twenty dollar beans. Now, don't go out and start buying them all right now because I said that. But that's mm-hmm. what I could see because we can see these shortages developing. And we can can see the continual ignoring of the real issues out there that nobody stands up for. Okay. And and too many
1: people don't care. And that's, Mm
0: -hmm. that's where the issues start to play.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and is it a case that it just doesn't hurt quite enough yet for people to begin to care?
0: Uh, Well, I I think, you know, if we, if we look at the youth, right, we, we, we've educated our youth into being a group of morons. I don't want to you know, get too, too deep in the woods here, but I was actually quoted in a newspaper saying that as well, but we teach them nothing, but everything's free. Okay. Free government mm-hmm. money, free tuition. You don't have to mm-hmm. pay for college. I paid for college. I paid $500,000 to send two kids to college. I want my money yeah. back. Can I get a yeah. refund? Okay. Yeah. So you paid for college. I don't, I think that we don't have enough people that work now and, 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 and too many people come back and are willing to, to live at home. And as long as they got their iPhone, right. they can play their games on their phone, they right. don't go to work. And that is not the American way. When when farmers ran this country in the 1800s, we ran like a top, okay? Yes, there's always issues somewhere along the line, but this right. is the problem. We're a service nation instead of a manufacturing nation, which
1: is incorrect in my opinion as well. Mm. Um, talk, to, talk to the farmers out there right now. They're going to be sitting down with their bankers getting their their books squared, their mm-hmm. uh, their operating loans and, and such in the coming weeks here. Um, you you mentioned some you mentioned you expect strength in the commodities, perhaps in 2023. Um, but, that you know, you don't want to you don't want to bet the farm on that. However, um, what would you like to see farmers doing now with their operation as as they're thinking about, you know, talk to the small guy and the and the medium sized well, farmer who might be listening.
0: Dave, it's just like investors. You know, farmers are investors. I mean, listen, they're borrowing sure. a fortune yeah. to go plant most of them. Okay, and then now they're they already pay more than the average loan value, right? Because they're considered risk. So, I think that every farmer should always be hedged, and I think that also shows better for the bank because you know the one of the big issues in the in the farming industry is when prices get to a certain point, banks panic and they they force you out. Of, or they force liquidation, right? And I think that, you know, you have right now because of the lack of liquidity and the lack of volume in markets, I, I personally believe that the big funds are sitting on these trying to accumulate more because I think they follow what I'm telling you that I believe there's a big boom market coming. And I think they're trying to squeeze hard enough to force maybe the banks to push some liquidation because that brings some cheaper prices. But I, I think that, that farmers should always be hedged against their crop knowing what their bo- their net bottom line is. Because again, I, I think that we, nobody knows the future. I can't tell you for sure that I'm going to be right, but I can tell you that I've been around long enough to know that I've seen this movie before. And it, if you're stuck, you know, you you more often than not will force yourself out at bottoms of markets and end up chasing tops. And, and farmers are the one group that I know that not only are they bullish because they planted and borrowed a million or whatever dollars to plant, but they, they're also buying futures on the board because they want to be longer. <laughs> so I think that they have to have some sort of protection mechanism in place that allows them the freedom to A, be comfortable with who they are, makes the bank happy and comfortable knowing because the bank can say, oh, I know his risk is X and I don't have to worry about anything else from there. Okay. And that's a big factor when it comes to money, because I think you're going to see almost a repeat of 2008. I personally believe that banks are well over leveraged to the market. I think they, they don't have the minimums and, you know, fractional banking, which is what we're talking about is very tricky. And, you know, they don't have to always necessarily have the assets that they're supposed to have to back the loans that they make. And in fact, a quick story The bank, you know, banks borrow from the Federal Reserve. In fact, the interest rate you hear when the Fed reports is the borrowing cost from bank to bank and overnight lending. They can borrow from the Fed a million dollars, turn it into an asset when they borrow it, okay, keep the liability on one side, but turn part of it into an asset, and then they can lend out 10 10 to one on that money, which then creates more new money into the system which is just another form of printing money, making our values less. And where else do you lose? Where else do you have a devaluing asset that sits in your pocket?
1: Mm. Wow. And and the the money really actually never existed to begin with.
0: Well, that's correct because it's it's created because there's nothing backing it. And and to further prove the point that we need something to back it, the the famous economist, the famous Fed chair, Alan Greenspan, right? Before the Brenton Woods Act took a took occurrence under Nixon, he was against getting off of the gold standard. Okay, Mm -hmm. the minute he became the Fed chair, he said, let's get out. We got to be off the gold standard, (laughs) which tells you the power that they have. The only power that the Federal Reserve and governments have is to create debt. They create nothing other than debt. They create nothing other than more taxes for the average person. So farmers need to protect themselves, whether they be farming you know, corn, wheat, beans. That, whether it be raising livestock, canola, whatever you're doing. Oh, my music's coming.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, there she goes. All right. Here, uh, here. Well said. Um, the farmers do need to protect themselves. Whether it's uh, corn, beans, livestock, canola. We're going to talk just a little bit more and bring her on home with Todd Bubba Horwitz. When news breaks, the newsmakers talk about it on AgriTalk with Chip Flory. I ain't as good as I once was. I absolutely I reject this song. You're, you're fine, Toby. You're fine. You're doing great. I hope you are as well, beloved listener. Davis Michelson here. Um, just a few more moments remain with Todd Bubba Horwitz today. Uh, Bubba, have you... Uh, have you seen the news on the flying cars? I have not. This uh, this from CNN.com. Uh, Toward the end of... Uh, da, 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 while flying cars aren't yet filling our skies, a number are in development. Last week, the Chinese Xpeng X2 successfully completed the first public test flight of its two-seater flying car at a technology expo in Dubai. Um, it even has... Remember on the uh, Back to the Future car, the DeLorean? With the, uh, the, doors, the cool doors that flip up <laughs> like that, it's even got those doors on it like that. Um, plans by the Chinese government are to launch flying taxis by 2025. Dude, they they got flying cars over there now.
0: Just, just what we need. We we they can't drive on the road, let alone put it up in the air. It'll interfere. You'll need air traffic controllers to, to, to control these things. This is this this is almost laughable, and it's gonna it's coming. Listen, we all know that that technology is there you know I, a friend of mine just bought one of these uh, they're not called a helicopter but they're like a helicopter right mm-hmm. and 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 she flies back and forth from las vegas to big bear in her little helicopter whatever it's called but you know um look i think that we should spend more time fixing what's wrong instead of trying to develop something that's new okay i i, I think we've forgotten what the big picture is uh and in, and in, in, for sure in this country okay uh, you know, we uh, we've had in, in 44 years, every president has promised to fix the infrastructure. I can't name one. Can you? No. So th- there you go. Right. We can't. We got a horrible infrastructure in this country right now and it's getting worse. And we want to get to all electronic vehicles or flying cars. But our power grid is so antiquated Okay, that that, that it could be hacked easily. And you're now buying electric cars that they want you to charge them at night because they don't want you to draw too much power during the day.
1: Well, and let's the, there's the story I read about, was it in uh, South Carolina, where someone with a rifle took down a power station? Somebody sniped it and shut it down. That, that seems ridiculous to me. Well,
0: but the, the, again, we're not equipped. We have not had anybody in my lifetime who has taken the initiative. They promised to do it. But it's taking initiative to, to fix the things that need to be fixed, right? From our roads to our bridges to the rest of the infrastructure, the power grid. You want to get all this power. Wh- where do you think the power for electronic vehicles is going to come from? We could not if, if you had a magic wand and said, Hey, we can get all electric cars right now, you mm-hmm. couldn't power them all, anyways. Right. This is right. again, this is why when you, when you don't have a plan, you just make statements, okay, and you penalize and torture the American people for those statements and the things you do, you end up in in, in, a, in a load of stuff. And that's what we're in right now, a load of stuff.
1: Well, and the other, the other question is um, when they're talking about these flying cars, I don't mean to dwell on this. I, I think it's pretty cool, um, but they're electric. And we know that that battery technology requires certain rare earth minerals that we really don't have sufficient access to. And, And if things don't warm up between us and China and other nations, we're going to have a darn hard time getting a hold of them at all.
0: Well, remember this, and this is another problem when you give up the power. China has a lot of rare materials, as do we, as does Russia and Ukraine, right? There's a lot of, each one has the components that make good stuff. And when you allow all the people to to, to try to take control on their own, you give up that ability to get those components that you need. You know, that's one of our problems with fertilizer here. That's why fertilizer is going to Pluto, okay, and not in a flying car. And, and, and again, I think this is where we have to, again, in my opinion, we need to do, take back control, seize the power, because we are the, the best nation, and, and then put, our, put the world order back in. Oh, Did
1: we lose you? No. Better Hello? for batteries. I'm here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. We got you. Very good. I and thought I, I lost you there I didn't for a go anywhere. second. Well, I, was, and here's, I
0: was mouthing off as usual.
1: And here's, here's my thing. Um, you know, I, so in 2014, I bought a brand new, uh, Jeep off the lot. The first brand new car I ever bought in my life. Um, it has manual. It, it doesn't even have the little button to lock the doors. It's got the manual crank windows. Everything is manual. I wanted it that way on purpose. The vehicle I had before that, a little plastic piece in the in the door went out, so the the window wouldn't go up and down. You know, the electric window. It was like four hundred dollars yep. to replace this little bitty plastic part. I don't think you can even get vehicles anymore. With hey, we crank got CR on and, the
0: line from Missouri. It, you wanted to say hi should, to Bubba. Oh, I'd right. I'd love to hear we, more about your car, but I didn't. Want yeah, to... no.
1: <laughs> CR, how's it going, buddy? Good afternoon,
0: gentlemen. What do you say? are you? Mr. Horowitz, I just want to say I agree 100% with what you're saying. Uh, you're in the same boat as I am. You're becoming a geezer. <laughs> and, but I tell you what, what I don't understand is how, I'm talking about our government, can we still be giving away everything that people like me that are getting older, we've uh, paid taxes on our lives and all that good stuff. They're just giving stuff away to people. They're one of the, I know 10 people that are younger than me that have paid off their college debts and are, the word is, I want to say P.O.ed about the government canceling all this stuff. And all these um, people coming in, I don't know the whole story behind it, but all these people I think are getting free food, free medical, it, it's just uh, incomprehensible but they are getting free free medical because the hospitals have to treat somebody so they all the illegals that are coming in the hospitals have to treat them it's a law and and we are giving away way too much money for the tax dollars that we paid but again this is the issue that nobody stands for do you realize that california's budget 70 percent of their budget goes to illegal aliens okay 70 percent smoke so this this is the real problem and which you nail and we pay taxes and yet they continue to give money away and because all they're really doing is raising our taxes so they can create more benefits and what they're really
1: buying is votes. <laughs> Fellas, we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. CR, I appreciate your call. Todd, uh, how do people get in touch with you?
0: Email me at Bubba at BubbaTrading.com or go to my website, BubbaTrading.com. Love to hear from you. Always love being here. Davis, you're a master. I always love being here, uh, and you'll wound me up for my next hit on Kitco right <laughs> after this.
1: So, I'm already ready go. To go easy on him. <laughs> go easy on him, baby. Tomorrow morning, we've got the new USB chair, and we'll talk with another dairy farmer attending the Milk Business Conference. Thanks, Bubba!